0: As we bring on um, our special guest of the evening, guys. He's a cinematographer, director of photography extraordinaire. I just got to check out this amazing, amazing film, The Integrity of Joseph Chambers. We have Oscar Ignacio Jimenez.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes. I felt like I was interrupting a very important conversation over there. so That's
0: okay.
1: <laughs> no, we will circle back to
0: Obi-Wan. Are you an Obi-Wan or Star Wars fan,
1: Oscar? You know what? So I just got off a project that that was almost two months for me. I haven't caught up on any on anything. So the, on the new Star
2: Wars or the new series. The new you're behind the things. You're behind the boys, all that stuff.
1: Right. No. Yeah. And I was I was following the boys as a religion for a while, just because it was so interesting. And so and and uh, I was in Japan, and they all I saw was advert uh, advertisements, and and I didn't even know that oh, the wow. new season came out. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's uh. I'm excited to just kind of get oh, back yeah. into a routine and and just start catching up. Well, you've been dangerous. busy.
0: You've been busy, Oscar. I mean, <laughs> Tribeca Film Festival is a huge, huge deal. I mean, I think it's right up there with Sundance as far as, you know, getting your film uh, selected, first of all. So congratulations yeah. on that.
1: Thank you. Appreciate um,
0: it. And of course, that's the integrity of Joseph Chambers. Um, and I got a chance to see it. Fantastic film, man. Oh,
1: thank when, you. When, um,
0: first of all, tell us about uh, the team, both cast and crew and getting getting everyone together for this project.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's uh, as far as like the, the key roles like with Robert and Clayne, and that was like kind of like the biggest uh, uh, connection tissue from uh, the Killing of Two Lovers. And so when, when Robert had another film um, uh, almost like a year later or so, it was very exciting to just kind of see how we can all work together. Uh, the, the, originally we wanted to shoot in Utah, but then we ended up had to, to go to Alabama just because of the, it was a little bit more secluded covid covid was a little bit easier to, to uh, uh it always is yeah, in you know the south isn't it it's, it's a little you know it's a little easier <laughs> to work around it i bet if sundance so,
0: was, was uh, in Alabama last year they was still
1: still would have oh it. of course absolutely no no absolutely it's, it's almost like nothing happened out there so right. but uh but yeah but but this, at the same time we were we were in the woods so we were pretty uh, and we all quarantined together. And uh, so it was just like crew and then into the woods. So it's, it's just a bigger, a bigger home and on private land. Um, but yeah, I was able to bring some of my, my, my collaborators, uh, 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 my gaffer, my key grip, and then my first AC friends as well that I've worked here in Utah. So that was, that was kind of cool and fun. Um, just to have a family uh, that we can all support each other in Alabama.
0: Yeah. And you have some of the incredible crew. You have Robert. Machoyan, uh, if you can. Uh,
1: Yeah, Machoyan.
0: Machoyan, yeah, he's the writer and director. Fantastic, fantastic job. And then you have an incredible cast. I mean, Clayne Crawford, you have Jordana Brewster from the Fast and Furious uh, (laughs) films. And then you have, from one of my favorite shows, The Walking Dead, (laughs) Jeffrey Dean Morgan as uh, one of the police officers and one of the friends of of Joe. Um, In a uh, smaller supporting role uh, towards the end of the film, but uh, sure. um, if you can speak on behalf of, I guess, the, the producers, uh, what was it like getting someone like a Jordana Brewster and a Jeffrey Dean Morgan involved this film?
1: Um, so, from what I understand, Clayton is just really good friends with them, and he has just kind of like this, you know, this long list of friends, and so these were favors that he asked, and nice. they were more Isn't than they thought. That was, it was nice because they also saw the killing of two lovers and so they saw the potential in it and, and it, it from, I mean, I wasn't in part of those conversations, but from what it sounded like, it was, it was a pretty, pretty easy yes. Um, oh. uh, they were, they were also working, they were also working on other projects, so they gave us like a couple of days, which is really nice, but, uh, but enough to get the stuff that we needed and, um, uh, but they're, they're very, very nice, very nice people and it's, it's just very surreal to see them, you see them like in these shows, like you said, Walking Dead or Back in the Furious and and you see them on set and you're like no they're just they're just normal people who just uh and i guess they're elevated more because of what how media is uh presented uh they're presented in media towards us
0: to us so very very humble on set you get starstruck mm-hmm. at all
1: um i did at first but i feel like once i start getting into the anxiety it's like okay we got to get the shot like all that just melts away and i'm just like okay like i gotta i gotta i gotta focus what what's What's the lighting? What's the framing? And so, uh, but yeah, I was able to chat with them like just a couple for a couple minutes. and uh, you know, but but it's it's cool to say when i when I tell people was like, oh yeah, I met Jordan Brewster or I met Dean Morgan. They're like, that's that's freaking cool. so
0: that's so cool. Yeah. so you're you're the cinematographer. You're the DP. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about shooting in the the Alabama forest. Uh, mostly. it seems like the majority other than the home scenes and the sheriff, you know department scene. Majority of the film was in this forest. Yeah.
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah. And so um, and shooting the forest is actually a lot trickier than I thought just because we had to find the right particular uh, like part of a forest. And and even even though like uh, everything was meant to feel a little seamless, we, we would we would do like small company moves uh, and but traveling traveling on these dirt roads. So so that was that's where it got a little difficult. Um, but, uh, and I know, I know one of the biggest, uh, challenges that we, uh, we're going to face with is that Robert, Robert and I really talked about using these really long dolly shots, um, uh, talking about at least a hundred feet, um, uh, maybe 150 feet. And, uh, when we, when we pitched that to our key grip, he, I can see the fear in his eyes. It's like, dude, I don't know what this terrain is. I don't, yeah. like, I, I don't know if we have enough people to help out, like to help out and, and do it. And so and um and so that was one of my biggest things in the beginning and i was like okay if if we do these dolly tracks I, I really need to bring my key grip out so he under so he knows the terrain and um i guess he built this worst case scenario in his head and once he saw it he's like okay this isn't as bad as i thought this is this is doable but it, we still need time and um initially he like they gave us an estimate was like i probably need like 45 minutes to to uh do um you know several uh about 100 feet of track and then but towards the end like the crew was so uh uh streamlined that in 15 minutes they were waiting for us they were waiting for us to bring the camera to the next section and so it was just a bunch of leapfrogging and so the even though we're small i feel like we were moving really really fast and um but the weather was another thing too we were shooting in december and i didn't and i lived in the east coast and i didn't realize how the humidity just plays a huge factor like if you can't escape Mm -hmm. you can't escape a, a, a dry cold i mean you can't it's escape a humid cold um, and so I, I did not have the right gear uh, <laughs> wow. and, and so that, so it's it, it, was a, it was a big lesson for all of us I, like after day two we all went to uh, uh, just a sporting goods store that just got all we, we kind of cleaned them out with all their um, flannels and, and hats <laughs> and, and stuff like that just because just we we came really unprepared we, we just thought it was going to be the south and it was going to be like maybe
0: a little warmer degrees. but it wasn't yeah, yeah exactly
1: no it was it was the worst but yeah
0: yeah, no, it looked good. It looked really smooth. A lot of the shots that, especially when you're you're following the character of Joe mm-hmm. as he's running, and and um, so you, that's attributed to, to your dolly shot.
1: Yeah, so the dolly shot was kind of just kind of like a this this uh we wanted to kind of show this in a in a very figurative way of like this conscious, um, especially after you know after what Joe does is is just guilt that follows him and it follows him throughout the film. And so in the beginning, it's kind of like it just it's he. It, it, it's meant to feel like a passive viewer. Uh, you, Joe is is excited to go hunting for the first time on his own, but then boredom sets in, like the reality of what hunting really takes place kind of sets in, and so you feel passive. Then, you know, something occurs, and then all of a sudden, like, now it's like this presence that just keeps following and following and following him. It's like It's like, is he going to do the right thing? Is he going to do, you know, or is he going to just kind of like, just uh, let things, uh, let it be and not tell a soul, um, and so and so that was like kind of the plan for the beginning. Is just we want the we want the audience to feel uh, passive, but then really engaged.
0: I was engaged seeing Georgiana Brewster's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my favorite shot of
1: the movie. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? You know that so that was written in the script, and when I read that, I was like. Do you really think she's going to do that and Roberts like if it doesn't happen it's fine like it's not a problem right and then and then i i don't know what the, i don't know what the communication was behind the scenes but then uh, i'm rolling. And then all of a sudden she pulls her pants down. I was like, hold on, hold on, what, what's going on? I was like, well, I need, I need to take too. I was like, I can't see this. I need to see this with my eyes, not through the viewfinder anymore. This, <laughs> I, I need to experience this in real life. <laughs> and So, and yeah, she was, she was a trooper, and she wanted to do it. She, she, she read the script. She's like, I feel like I need to do it because this is the personality of anything yeah. to seduce, seduce him to come back and. And, uh, so anyway, so it was, it was, uh, you keep
2: messing up on purpose. So you got to keep redoing it over and <laughs> over again.
1: I just so. turned off the camera. <laughs> right, right. Well, now I know why
0: Joe really wanted to come back for, uh, you know, the fetus oh, family. He, right. was, he was looking forward to kept coming back to, to <laughs> the test character played by Jordana, uh, yeah, but, right. but going back to the forest though. Yeah. You, you really captured, captured it very, very beautifully. Oh, uh, thank you. Oscar. I, I got to admit it because, you, you you felt that struggle with him, and, and you need the right cinematography cinematography to 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 uh, kind of walk yourself through the story with the Joe and and the title "Integrity of Joseph Chambers." Um, basically, I'm guessing has to do with the, the big decision he has to make mm-hmm. towards the end, right? Where right. does his integrity lie? And I guess I'm going to go up to a certain point. So basically, yes, uh, Joseph uh, does encounter someone in the woods, but. Um, unfortunately not the way he wanted to encounter someone mm-hmm. um, as he's trying to shoot deer accidentally shoots somebody uh, a character um, his name is the lone wolf well, and um, has to deal with the aftermath of that I guess that's really as far as I want to go without uh, spoiling yeah. the film but that's basically what I guess uh, Oscar is dealing with uh, when when the title is In The Integrity of Joseph Chambers
1: mm-hmm. correct Yep. yeah yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. And so, and so, I mean, just like the title implies, and kind of going back to the dolly is just kind of like, and I mean, it, we could have easily have done it the same way that we shot the um, uh, the killing of two lovers, where we just put the camera static and just compose mm-hmm. it for a good shot. But right. I mean, and it, it would have been easier, but I don't think you would have gotten the same feeling of like this presence just keeps following and following and following. And I, I, during the climax of uh, of you know when he meets Lone Wolf we we purposely really go aggressive on the dolly like we we wanted to go really fast and then and come to a hard stop and then transitions into kind of like this smooth um because even though something violent is really happening there is a tenderness in that scene as well and so like it's and it's almost manipulating with with what the emotions of what joe is kind of going with is he he you know he not how do i say this without spoiling either so it's uh he sees what, what he did, he, he's doing, and then all of a sudden he's just like, he, like he's coming back to reality. And so, um, and so juxtaposing those two movements and shots, because um, uh, we do end in stillness, um, but it's more kind of to, you know, just to, um, it, it's more it's more of a, uh, the way that I see it as, as a reflection of, of just keeping the audience, just looking and, and hearing the conversation. Um, and yeah. Uh, Sorry I feel confused. I I feel I'm trying vague, to tiptoe <laughs>
0: too you know you never want to spoil it cuz a lot of my colleagues say that I spoil stuff but yeah it's been out for a while but the thing is I don't want to particularly talk about this film in, in, in depth as far as the plot because it's not tell us about the future where we obviously it was a part of Tribeca Film Festival um where where is the audience going to be able to see this amazing film
1: we're hoping for uh, theatrical distribution as well. Um, nice. It might be a limited release. I, I, I believe Visit Films has acquired the film. So um, uh, it, it's one of those conversations where I, I, now that I'm back home, I just need to kind of recalibrate and see what, what the what the future is. And I know it'll still have a, a a good festival run for at least another year. And then hopefully we can kind of get it into some awards. Like last year with the Killian Celebrers, we were able to uh, get a nomination for the Indie Spirit Awards, and for us that was huge. We nice. we made that we made that film with no expectations. It was just more kind of like, okay, this will be cool to uh, see what we can do with very limited resources, and uh, and um, and and just kind of knowing what our caliber was, or and and we just took that and it's just like, okay, let's see if we can not necessarily replicate it, but just see if we can still feel the same proud like the same pride in in the film, and so far based on the reviews and and the reactions of other people that that I don't even know, like it's, it's kind of similar feelings of the Killing of a Lover. So there's, there's a lot of like uh, emotional reaction, like, at least for me, like I I just feel, I get emotional when people like who connect with it and are hitting the same beats that we aim to to do.
0: I mean, you you must have, your team must have been so excited to be selected uh, for Mm -hmm. Tribeca because that's, I'd say right, right there with Sundance, right, R- really yeah. right next to Sundance. Would you say? I would say so, as, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, it, I haven't been, I haven't been doing filmmaking all my life, but it's one of those films that before I even did filmmaking that I always heard of Tribeca, Sundance, uh, TIFF, and, and and so it, it, yeah, it's, yeah, cool it's cool to, to a, be in the same 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 caliber. Um, yeah.
0: I love that man. Yeah. Um, and of course, that was a part of the U.S. narrative competition at. Uh, were you were you in attendance for the premiere?
1: No, I was in Japan shooting this other movie that I'm cur- uh, currently finishing, and so I was. Oh. Wow. It, they overlapped a little bit, so I was kind of uh, bummed. But um, but I had I had uh, some of my friends just keep me posted on what's going on and just saw their, and and just reading up on their reviews and. Um, so.
2: Yeah. Can we talk That'd about be cool this? shooting in Japan? Yeah, talk about cool. the Japan project,
1: please, if you can. Yeah. No, yeah, this Japan project is is a little bit different than what anything I've ever done. It's more it's more kind of like in the sentimental, co- like not a comedy, but it's it, it it has a little bit more comedy than than I've done before. It's about this Japanese man who comes goes to Montana to um uh, to kind of re- rehabilitate this this business, this failing venture, and he kind of just forces his own ideals upon it, and then soon realizes that everything that he's, He's been doing like even in Japan uh, has yes they 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 do work but they're only band aids there's not, there's nothing really he has no he has no emotional connection to to people nor does he have uh, 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 or to his you know people who are closest to him and so he he starts kind of finding himself essentially and so um, and so we we shot in Montana uh, for about uh, five weeks and then we and then we finished shooting in Japan for two weeks and we got lucky that the um the covid restrictions were lifted because um that any any filmmakers that i met out there they're like you guys are so lucky like this is you one of the first few crews and we we were able to get like first picks on some of the some, some of the be- best crew out in japan so it was oh, that's great it, it was really really great, great experience i would, um after a while it's like i can see myself living here like this is this is I would love to visit. Yeah, that's on my bucket
0: list. I would love to see Tokyo. That's so cool. Yeah, I've only been to the
2: airport going to the Philippines, but (laughs) 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 I don't think it counts. (laughs) It's gotta be cool as a cinematographer. You're doing all these, totally different locations where you're like down south. Um, you're in Montana. You're in Japan. It's like it's gotta be so cool to getting all these different shots like all over the world.
1: No, yeah. And and it's funny because it's, uh, it's you, like, I go in with kind of these, this presumption of what it's supposed to look like, what's supposed to feel. And then you're there, you're like, Oh, that, that that never crossed my mind. And so, and so essentially I'm just building this archive of images in my head to, you know, for future projects and kind of like different styles. Cause even talking to the crew there, um, they worked, they worked on bigger shows, like the, the ACs that I worked on, worked on Tokyo Vice. And I was just asking, um, Diego Garcia is one of my heroes, uh, and um, and uh, and I just kept asking, was like, so how is he as a person? Like, what's his style? And they were like, yeah, he's quiet. He he does this. He does that. And I'm just like, but there's more, right? He's like, no, that's it. I was like, oh my gosh, tell me more. I was like, I, I need to. I just <laughs> want to absorb. I want to absorb uh, everything that he does. But uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 uh, I'm just excited. This is one of the I think the fun parts being a cinematographer and traveling is that. I get to experience different cultures and people and, uh, yes. and, you know, just, uh, it's just kind of, it's a cool, it's a cool job. It's hard, Very but cool. it's
2: cool. Yeah. are but but your know. influences? Oh, um, fine.
1: you know, any, any, um,
2: cinematographers like any movies or TV shows that really got you into the career and influence you now?
1: Yeah. So I, I would say, so, uh, like I said, I, I went to school, uh, uh, going into business and then I, uh, I took a film, like just a film elective class, and it was German and Scandinavian. and I was like, "Oh, that sounds interesting." And so, a lot of the films that we started watching were Ingmar Bergman, and uh, okay. and then um, that's when I that's when I realized that a director is not a cinematographer; those are two separate roles. I mean, there's yeah, and, and so and I'm sure some I'm try German to do both, but it's
0: challenging, right. right? Some
1: of them try to do it, right, right? Exactly, and 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 uh, that's when I discovered Sven Nyquist uh and uh his uh like he shot persona he shot the sacrifice for Tarkovsky and just kind of seeing the style I um I'm just like man this is I just love how natural it is like or it feels naturalistic. Uh it, it feels like very uh under under uh understated but he's uh, but there's this care and quality to it that he the, like this preciousness that, and I'm sure it's, it's collaboration of those directors as well, but but the image for me is what stuck out to me and and um and then from there, I just kind of, you know, just kind of diving into more films, into more films, into art house, into foreign films, and discovered a new, a new world that because I grew up on the commercial, you know, Spielberg, uh, George Lucas kind yeah. of the world, and so, and so that's all I knew. And um, and so seeing, so seeing filmmaking as an art and, and and as a voice for culture and being, you know, being first generation Mexican, I'm just like I discovered another, another uh, wave of cinema for Mexico, and I was like, wow, this is. I I can say I can say something, and it does it doesn't it's not just about money it's not about commercial it's I can I can touch other people and so, um and so that's what really intrigues me about about filmmaking um I mean it's, it's nice to make money for sure but if I can leave an impression for for people who are in my situation or who, who follow like my similar, uh you know lifestyle it's 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 it is uh, you know it's kind of just uh. Erases this barrier of of, uh, of the unknown and um, hopefully brings people closer together.
2: And I, I was gonna say like, I guy like guy watched like um, one of my favorite shows is like Better Call Saul, and I think ah, the uh. um, cinematography on there is amazing. And like I'll, I'll see these shots they do on like every episode, I'm like that could really just be printed out and put on a wall. It's such a beautiful <laughs> shot. And I'm like I think it's one of the most underrated uh, positions in any kind of um, you know movie making that people like that people love it, but I don't think a lot of people understand. What goes into it and then yeah, yeah like you said a lot of people think this just the director doing it it's not like a whole art form mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah no absolutely no absolutely and and when people show me shots for references um i'm just like okay i like the reference but i also need to know what came before yeah. or what came after because there's always right. the context and um, um I, I mean i've worked on a lot of shorts where we try to replicate a shot but it doesn't work for us we we, we nail it we nail the framing the lighting but it's like oh it's not working it's because there's no context around it. We haven't really set it okay. up yeah. a setup. And so, but I do remember w- uh, watching um, uh, Breaking Bad and, and just yeah. binging it. I was late to it and I just skipped school for, for a whole entire <laughs> week just, just catching up with it. And That's so a good that way to spend was, I was, from I was, school. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was obsessed. I That's was great.
0: Obsessed I'll tell you what my favorite shot of yours was, one of them, well, other than Jordana, was Lone, <laughs> <laughs> was, was lone Wolf and Joe seated against a tree and there was this sun that just kind of permeated the screen mm-hmm. um that was beautiful uh Thank I, you. Were, you, were you happy to have that sun like in the right spot to...
1: oh yes we we waited for that sun that was oh, you did weird... we waited for that sun because yeah. I mean, when i think when i think of when i think of sunsets and this is kind of similar to one of the first shorts that i did with with robert is yeah. when i think of sunset it's beautiful but it's also um it's it's just a fleeting moment It almost reminds me of death because it's it's you it's only there for a certain period of time you know it's going to be gone in 30 minutes and uh just kind of like life as well is is life is life is precious you take advantage of it but then when you start kind of like seeing like the uh what i don't know how to get personal but like it's yeah anyway so so like for me sunsets almost represents like like just a uh death and so and so that's why we waited for and to be in the right position and Yeah, it was scary okay. because beginning of the day was very cloudy and i was like i don't think we're going to get this i don't think ah. we're going to get this and then but but you know whether so it was weather intentional to get that
0: sun or in the right yeah. spot that Correct. was a beautiful yeah. beautiful beautiful, beautiful shot um Appreciate now it. as dp do you ever do you and we mentioned director versus uh cinematographer do you want to step in the director's chair at some point in your
1: career if I would, I think I'd rather do a lot of short films first, um, okay. just because I feel I'm, I'm not sure if I, um, I don't know. It, it's I, I do get asked that quite a bit, and um, and I feel like I kind of gravitate more to like Brisson, where he's more of a visual poet, where he he uh, he does write his lines, but it's mostly about and then but there are like a lot of close-ups on hands and faces, not necessarily back and forth coverage, and I can see myself doing that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I do want to experiment, I, I think it'll be fun, but I still need a little bit more time. So that's why it's really fun being a DP because I feel like I get like this personal mentorship, but get paid at the same time. And um, cause I'm just yeah. I'm just feeding off, feeding off a director and also Absolutely. going through many directors, many directors. And so, and so, and the more, the more I, I work with different directors, I see what I like. I see what, what works for, well, at least what works for me, what works for them. And uh, we'll see, maybe, maybe in uh, maybe in 10 years, we'll have another conversation. Yeah. We'll, if, <laughs> and,
0: uh, <we'll> <laughs> Let's hope we're all around 10 years. Instead of doing, doing everything that we're doing now. No, <laughs> no, we'll yeah. be alive. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, we'll be No, no, I know
1: what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> no, <who knows> either. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Life is too short. All right. Well, uh, Integrative Joseph Chambers, uh, hopefully coming soon to a theater near you. I'm, I'm sure hopefully also. Um, um, maybe on a favorite streaming platform in the future, but in the meantime uh, it's just uh, yeah, it's a great film, got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, I just looked oh, cool. from seven wow, reviews you know yeah, wow. seven reviews that are there one of the reviewers, one of the critics is one of the best uh, films we've seen this year
1: no way, that's awesome alright, yeah. I gotta yeah. go through it Yeah, you gotta yeah, check I out got, Rotten just,
0: Tomatoes yeah. alright, Oscar, wow, thank you so much for talking to us here on Below the Belt show and click on this show uh click on the show is the one that uh, brought us over to you. Um, and uh, if you could um, do a little plug for um, um, Integrity of Joseph Chambers, let us know who you are. Um, let us know your project, Integrity of Joseph Chambers, and let us know you're on Below the Belt show.
1: I appreciate it. I'll do a little plug? Yeah. Oh, so, so, sorry, so, tell me again how to say uh, it. So. Below
0: the Belt show, let us know who you are, uh, Throughout your cinematographer of uh, Joseph Chambers, and what el- Whatever else you want to plug.
1: All right. Well, thank you to Below the Belt. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. That, this is the <laughs> first time doing this. So, 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 plug Below the Belt, and then um, name the film, it.
0: and okay. your name.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, thank. I want to thank the Below the Belt, and then uh, for interviewing for the integrity of Joseph Chambers. Uh, my name is Oscar Jimenez, the DP, and um, yeah. Cool. (laughs) Sorry, man. That's okay. awesome. (laughs) I love it. I can do it again if you need me to. Okay,
0: let's do it for one more time. Let's know who you are, the project, Below the Belt show.
1: There you go. My name is Oscar Ignacio Jimenez, and I am the director of photography for the Integrity of Justice Chambers, and this is the Below the Belt show.
0: Yes. Thank you. All right, Oscar, uh, buenas noches. Thank you for talking to us here. Buenas noches. Okay. That's I Thank, you Thank you guys so much. Bye-bye.